Hey friends, this is Jace coming to you all the way from Memphis, Tennessee. I am hot and I am bothered in all of the wrong ways. Welcome to the South. Um, but this is actually a very special episode of Houston Tour Radio because it is our one-year anniversary. I just want to say thank you to Shar for rocking out with me since day one. Um, I presented this to her last year and we've been doing it ever since. And so I want to you know, give a shout out to her, also to DJ and Mark for joining on board. Also to Miss Tyler Penny, who has been um, our supervising producer for the past year or so, putting this whole episode together as far as all the engineering and tech. And I, that's not my forte. I like to write content, and that's about it. Um, and talk about it, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, thank you to everyone. And also, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of the listeners out there. Um, you guys have been really super dope. Um, if you guys want, if you're inclined to, you can write a review for Gisental Radio on the iTunes store. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you just look up Gisental Radio, it'll pop up. So it's all on there. You know how to find us. Uh, but yeah, this is a really special episode. This is actually the recording that we did of Gisental Live Las Vegas um, with Senator Kelvin and his husband Sherwood. So you have to wait for the actual interview with the couple because they were the first couple to get married in Nevada when they passed the bill. But you get a little tease of it with um, a live Kiss and Tell radio with the audience. Kind of what we do on the show, but just with people involved. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy the show. Thank you guys again, and happy one-year anniversary to the KAT Radio. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. So this is actually our winner. I like this thing. Um, this is actually our winning anniversary of Kiss and Talk Radio. So Kiss and Talk Radio, thank you. Um, so we started back last July. Um, so Kiss and Tell, just to give a little background, was originally supposed to be a uh, dating relationship panel that I hosted February of 2015. And I kind of saw that it was such a big need for it in the community, especially for people of color. So I decided to do more. And we're trying to include politics, pop culture, and you know, events are not easy to do, so I wanted to have something that was more consistent. So I asked Shar here, who was a consistent um, person at Kiss and Tell before, to kind of be my co-host on that, and actually just launched Kiss and Tell, the podcast in New York, two weeks ago? Maybe a month ago. Maybe, maybe a month ago. Maybe a month ago, yeah. So this is Shar, everybody give a round of applause. Hi everybody. So Shar actually, she, um, she, the first time I didn't host a show was I wouldn't give it to anyone, anyone else but her. Uh, so she actually hosted by herself. I sat in the front row, cringing the entire time, like, oh my gosh, my baby. Um, but she did an amazing cringing. job. I was cringing. And when I told my dad, I was like, Dad, I'm going to have Char hosting that show. And he was like, are you sure you're going to be able to handle that? Listen, you're in good hands, okay? Look, I wouldn't give it to anybody else but you. I'll say you're one of those things. And I would. And thank you, and thank you, and people were asking me about her. I does this. Um, so we're actually, <laughs> she does this. Um, so we're actually going to start today with a short episode of Kiss and Tell Radio Live. Um, before we bring up Senator Calvin and Woody to interview them and kind of talk about some things that are going on, pop culture, politics, marriage, all that jazz. Um, so, Char, hi. Hi, I don't have the iPad or the. the I have the iPad. Um, usually, we're in front of a mic. Um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a very fun and interesting year on Kiss and Tour Radio. So we talk about pop culture, politics, 
um, lifestyle, lifestyle, or sexual experiences. It's, it's mm -hmm. iTunes, SoundCloud, and Reverie. So go check it out. It's forty-five minutes of fun. Um, so, what's been your favorite topic we've talked about over the past year? Okay, well that's not an easy question. It's not. Um, I would say just to be a little generalized, I would say anything. Regarding Beyonce, of course. Oh, we have a whole episode on Beyonce. That's called Fresh Beyonce. 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 <laughs> and uh, anything trans related. Okay. Those those have been my favorite. Positive and negative. Positive and the negative. And the negative. Sorry. Uh, we just I just was reminded. You know, you are you on Facebook, so you get the Facebook memories mm -hmm. and all that. So I just was reminded that a year ago it was a year ago, maybe like last week. That Mia Isabella, a trans woman in Sherman Oaks, California, mm -hmm. dropped the bombshell. Do you all remember the Tiger story when yes. it, it, yeah, that was a year ago. So uh, I was reminded on Facebook actually because Kim Kardashian had posted a, an Ussy mm -hmm. with Chloe and Courtney, and they all were like giving the screw face, and it was titled Tea Time. And so I was like, what is everybody like liking this for? So I clicked and I looked. So I say all that to say mm -hmm. that I enjoy both the positive and the not so Bring positive. Bring highlight to the issues. Yeah, stories. Because story. I mean, every story is nuanced, and everybody deserves to tell their story. And I have an opinion, so. Clearly. Um, yeah, we actually talked about that the first episode of the Central Radio, and it was kind of like, you know, like whether it's, um, you know, someone who's DL or someone who's not, like, it's not someone's place to kind of blast somebody, especially so publicly. And, like, you, I remember you said something about, like, you know, you, she just put a bad taste in her body's mouth for trans women. Well, yeah, because that happens a lot. We've seen it before. If you all keep up with pop culture, we've seen that there are even are still certain trans women running around who get their lives from outing men of prominence or celebrities and things like that. But I, I uh, just recently saw it with gay men as well. It happens all the time with gay men. We saw it with, uh, what's that one NFL player? It, this was years ago. And his assistant was Hollywood. His name was Hollywood. And he went and, and blabbed to... I forgot his name. I his know, name is Carrie. Yeah. I don't know. I know and then I saw it on Twitter when um, the Orlando massacre happened. I guess someone had tweeted uh, something very derogatory and disrespectful about the victims, and a gay guy that he was messing around with was like, "Oh, like, oh, really, bitch? Ooh. Pardon my language, but like, oh, really, bitch? <laughs> Not today, you won't." Not and today. he ended up outing him on Twitter. So, um, yeah, I, I like. Doing both. What about you? What have been your favorite? I think my favorite was we were talking about our one of the questions that was posed was our favorite dating story. Oh um, God! And that kind of <laughs> turned into like sexual disasters. Um, you don't have to show yours. You have to, I'm not. You all would have to go listen. Right. I think it was. That. I think the episode was called Angie K. So um, go back to Angela Kardashian. Mm -hmm. Angela Kardashian. She got pregnant. Kardashian. Um, and my. I'll share my story. So basically, I live in LA now, and at the time I was living in Jersey, right across, from, across the river from uh, Manhattan. Good time, great times. But I was single and I was horny. So, mm -hmm. who is this testimony over there? Come on, Sunday. Uh, <laughs> and so I gave him all these apps, I won't say which one, um, but I met this dude and I walk up to the door, and first of all, he's like peeking out the window like Santa Claus. Like, like, 
the same flaws coming on the back. Which is that not red flag number one? I'm sorry. I, I, it I, was, I, like I said, I was single and I was horny. And that's kind of what it was. If you go to someone's house to, to do the do, to link up with them, he looked like a five year old looking for Santa Claus out the window. And would you not have left? I would left. Daddy's home, okay? So I walk up to this dude's house. That's been your last visit. You know, anywhere. That's fine, I walk with uh, no fear. So, anyways, I go up to this dude's house and um, he was telling me to be quiet. And I was like, be quiet. And the shark starts going off, like, you're about to die. I'm like, no, hold on, we didn't no. die, I'm still here. You forgot, you left out the part where he led you to the attic. That's after he told me to be quiet. So, he led me to the attic <laughs> of this apartment in Jersey. And I'm just like, either I'm gonna die or get like the best sex of my life. <coughs> Neither happened. So I get up there, it's dark. Sorry, I'm gonna fast forward. Um, I see a child. This is a really gross story. So he proceeds to pull down his drawers, and I just smell this rancid smell that smells like 53rd and 9th flight. It was on a hot summer day in the middle of summer. It was terrible. So fast forward, did the deed. Repeat that part. Did the deed. He went through with it. Literally, we're doing the episode, and I'm literally like looking for the nearest trash can. So I'm about to blow all of my. Wait, wait till you hear her story, though. Wait till you hear her story. Mine was dangerous. Her, it was not her, disgusting. Her, it her, was dangerous. Hers was hilarious. That's what it was. Um. So, anyways, fast forward. My friend leaves me. I find him. Some man tried to like harass me on the way home. It was really bad. The sun's coming up. But anyways, that was my story that I told. So that's like, that's kind of what we talked about. We talked about like culture and. Just all of it, so. Well, now I feel compelled to share mine because you shared yours. Mine is not gross, but it is dangerous, okay? So, <laughs> back in the day. You're ready to laugh, y'all. It was the best. This is prior to transit. I am a trans woman, if I did not make that clear. But Are before I transitioned, huh? You're beautiful. Thank you. Before I transitioned, uh, I, I presented as gender non-conforming. So, no, there was no Caitlyn Jenner triathlon goatee wear. Like, I didn't go through any. I, that wasn't me. Okay. Um, so uh, I worked at, I'm from Chicago, and I worked at Lincoln Mall in the South Burbs in Madison. And I worked at an aesthetics bar because I, I worked, I have a history of cosmetics. So I worked at the Sephora, I worked at Macy's, but I was working at an aesthetics bar where I was the lead makeup artist. And aesthetics, you know, you do brows, you do lashes. So across the street from the mall was an LA Fitness. Red flag number one, people. <laughs> and uh, there was this guy who walked in. He was very, very attractive. He was he looked like he was like mid twenties. He had a nice build, light skin. Not that that means anything. Um, and so he gave me his card, and he was like, "I'd love to take you out." So I'm like, "Okay, sure." Now this was back in my thought days. I, I live as a nun now. Do you all lies, 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 and lies. Um, excuse me. She was documented. It's recorded. It's on iTunes. Chase, I have not had sex in a year. Okay. Amia, mean, so if she was not recording right now, I, we talked about this in the hotel this morning. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Wow. But anyway, so I said all that to say this was back in the thought days. I was, I, this was my early 20s, and I was home for, this was the job that I would work for the summertime when I was back home, you know, instead of being away in college, in undergrad. So uh, he gave me his card. We ended up linking up. And we met in a Walmart parking lot. 
I was in my car, he was in his. Now, he suggested that I get in his car because he lived right around the corner, but I noticed that the sun was setting. And I was like, no, thank you, because I pay attention to signs. I have fun, but I pay attention to signs. So um, I, I decide to trail him. We're on a dark road. And so uh, I get in his car. And once I get in his car, we get to talking, and he's telling me more about him. He's saying how he can kill someone with his bare hands, and he's level five. Like a martial arts. Yeah, he's trying arts. to like impress me, so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm feeling it. Mind you, I'm gender non-conforming. There is no bra. The beat was on. I had a blonde amber rose fade. Like I was very GMC about my presentation, and so um, I ended up performing the art of fellatio on this man. And after Where? that, <laughs> this was in his car. Okay. I was what on the passenger side. I don't know what car it was, but he had a sunroof because this is where the story gets really dangerous. Okay. Okay. Listen up. <laughs> so uh, I, I ended up, and so he was ready for like a round two. Mind you, the conversation was good. I'm telling him I'm studying broadcast, and I just did this internship. He's like, oh, I can kill someone with my bare hands. I'm a trainer. So, um, so then he, he suggests that I ride it. So my thing was, sir, how am I going to ride it in your car? And he made a joke about letting the sun move back, and then my head would be bobbing out of the top of the car. So Can you I imagine said, driving down the street and seeing a blonde bob on it? Like, a blonde face. A blonde face, sorry. Uh, and so, I, so I, I kindly declined that offer because, I mean, I was a rat, but I was not that much of a rat. And he looked me square in my face, and he said, well, what is the issue? Are you not on birth control? So I start laughing because I'm like, birth control? Why the hell would I be on birth control? <laughs> but in the midst of my laughter, I noticed that he wasn't laughing. Blinksters. So that's when the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, tapped on my shoulder. God <laughs> <laughs> said, get out, girl. He told me to remove myself from the, because I'm, now I'm recounting, okay, now I have performed fellatio on this man, and he also has made note that he can kill someone with his bare hands. We are on a dark road. In Chicago. In, in the South Burbs, excuse me. In, in Chicago. Chicago. And I'm like, I have to go. So I was scared, because this was about four days before I went back to college, and I was like, okay. So what if he comes into my job? He knows where I work, okay? What if he comes into my job and is looking for me? That is very, very bad. Or even worse, what if he comes to my job while I'm not there and asks about me? One of my coworkers is like, oh, who are you talking about? So-and-so, he's not here right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, Jesus, please don't let this man come to my job. I got four days before I board this flight back to school, and he never, I never saw him again. But that was the story that I shared. It was more so dangerous. It was not gross. And he was fresh down there. He did not smell like a New York City dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> We all have our own testimony. But that was my embarrassing story. And even to this day, when I tell that story, I get like the little hairs on the back of my Because I still remember busting up laughing about this birth control comedy. He's looking at me like, what's so funny? Are you not on birth control? And I'm like, you know what? I need to go. <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> and I didn't have a bra on her. Like, I, I don't see how he, but. Tell him. Bye. Alright, so yeah, that's a little bit of a tidbit of what we talk about on Cintel Radio. So if you guys want to check that out, it is on iTunes, it is on SoundCloud, also Reverie. Excuse me? Oh, it is. I'm just talking to yourself. I just said that was me. Yeah, that's what we do. So every other week. And then the, it's every other week for LA and then every other week for New York. So we actually just introduced um, Dylan Jaden, which was called. And Mark. And Mark. Nothing else, because he didn't want to be found. 
Um, <laughs> market. So, yeah, that's kind of what we do. Um, so, this has been a lot going on in the media, obviously. Um, I'm sure we all have been kind of cut up with what happened in um, Baton Rouge as well as um, Minnesota, Minnesota as Dallas. well as Dallas. Like, and Houston this morning. Well, saw on Twitter, um, some they, uh, a black man from what I saw, don't quote me, he was shot and killed 10 times, three of the bullets uh, were in his head. I mean, shot, shot, shot. Like, like, no, you all know what I meant. Like, like, he was shot, you can't <laughs> die okay. 10 times. Unless you are But he was shot 10 times, and three of the bullets uh, were in his head. So, yeah, and they said he had a gun, so I don't know if he was, I, I don't know. Was but, it an officer or? Yes, it was, you know, yeah, it was an officer. It wasn't Chief okay. Keith, and, like, it was an officer. That's <laughs> when this officer got shot, or the officer shot somebody? The officer shot a civilian ten times. Ten times. Super Three super. of the bullets landed in this man's head. Okay. That is what I am saying. I saw that on Twitter this morning, and that happened in Houston. Yikes, that's terrible. So, Char, are you more of a Malcolm X? or MLK when it comes to these type of issues? I'm more of a Nina Simone. I, you know, when it comes to things like this, if any of you all follow me, then you know that I tend to be very vocal. What's your Twitter handle? Char says so. Do it now. Um, but I, I tend to be vocal, but this week in particular, I had to literally unplug and remove myself from social media because it was too much for me. It may have been fine for you all, but it was too much for me. Uh, to constantly be, be inundated with updates and conspiracy theorists and everyone literally has an opinion and a lot of times people are loud and wrong, mm -hmm. which are, it's, it's, it's an annoying combination. Um, so yeah, for me, I'm not really someone, when you say the Malcolm versus Martin comparison, do you mean am I like peaceful or am I militant in my... Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of both. Okay, I'm for peace, but I mean, I'm, I'm angry, I'm confused, I'm disgusted, I'm hurt, um, and, it, and it goes beyond the, the black men. I, I know that that's always like the, the forefront, so when black men um, uh, suffer from police brutality, but there, there's plenty of black women, it's not publicized or it's not uh, talked about mainstream-wise. And then there's a lot of you know queer people too. I've, I'm paying attention to trans murders, particularly trans women of color who are being murdered. So it's just a lot to constantly take in. Absolutely. You have something then? As a trans woman, is there any correlation between black men being shot down for no reason and, and your struggle as well? I know that a lot of times trans women don't like to connect with the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. Um, do you find any connection at all between what you guys, what you all are struggling with versus what we all are, we're struggling with as black men? To an extent, but not really. Um, because a lot of trans women, from what I've seen, it's not at the hands of police brutality. It's at the hands of a, of a lover or a scorned lover or someone who's interested in her or him, because trans men are murdered too, but at a more staggering rate, it's trans women of color in particular. Um, because a lot of 
us are in marginalized communities and not everyone is as fortunate to uh, have access to certain things, have a college degree in a two-parent house. Not everybody is, is that fortunate. So sometimes a lot of the girls, we know, have to turn to street work and some really, really unsafe things. And um, so it's different. It's different. But I do understand how, like I see a lot of trans women distancing themselves from the uh, LGBT part. And, and even just the black men part, because when trans women are murdered, I really only see black women who are feminists who align themselves, who are not threatened by trans women, talking about it, and trans women. So a lot of trans women that I've seen have been a little jaded by, okay, so you want me to rally behind this guy? Would he have rallied behind me? Would he have cared? Would he, would he have misgendered me? So it, it, and I've seen it with the LGBT community too. Just as a follow-up, I'm sorry, just as a follow-up, do you mm -hmm. think that they can align possibly because both issues are based on ignorance and miseducation? Or do you think that it's a level of like, for, especially for trans women, especially in the black community, mm -hmm. there's a lot of religious background and all that stuff that go into the hatred of it. Do you think that they connect at all? I really don't. I really don't because, um, because of that very fact, because of the religious aspect, I do not think that the plight of black men's survival and the plight of trans women of color survival intersect at all, really. Especially, like I said, because black men, a lot of the times when we talk about it, it's with police brutality. We rarely even talk about when it's, you know, us on us. It's good, right? So that was the first time we actually did a live Kiss and Tour radio. And they really liked it, so thank you Vegas for having us. Um, the rest of the video and also video footage um, will be actually on Jack's YouTube page in about a month or so. So stay tuned for that. We'll definitely be announcing that in the next um, episode or so. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Char, love you girl. The whole team, love y'all. I'm going, going back, back to Kale Kale. <laughs> All right, bye guys.